0: So I've been holding this, trying to figure out if I really wanted to release this or not. Mm, It's not. It's a lot of fighting. And I don't really like fighting. And I don't think that the fighting is actually fighting. I think it's just the frustration of the subject matter. Anyway, Ian and I have a chat and uh, I ask you to buckle up tight. Hey, it's EDB for this day 24 of month six. 2023. Hi,
1: yeah. right, let's get to it. To it. Yeah. loves it. Yeah, loves that I'm a dog. They don't want it. They scared of what I know. Told you the budget. Yeah, I gotta get my own. Shout out my bros. This fight it deserves a toast. Yeah. Good morning, E. How are you?
0: I am of the persuasion that I'd rather be asleep. Oh yeah. It's uh, It's been an interesting weekend, you know, all the fun excitements of uh, the revelation that some of us was two hours late to happy hour. Oh. He has no idea what I'm talking about. Okay, Juneteenth, man. Come on out. Come on, come on.
1: You mean you said Juneteenth?
0: Yes, you know that's the time when 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 the Texans realized that they were two hours late to happy hour.
1: Oh, I'm I, I'm sorry. I, yeah, I'm unfamiliar with the reference to it.
0: You know, you don't know what Juneteenth is.
1: I've heard of June. I've heard of Juneteenth, but I guess I just don't know as much about it as I thought and to the historical background. So, can you please fill me in? I'd love the yeah the perspective on it.
0: So Juneteenth. Was the fun reality? I don't know if it's fun. Well, I don't know how I don't know how you would base it, but uh, the Emancipation Proclamation was signed in 1863, right? Yes. And the freeing of the slaves was done uh, somewhere near there, around about 1860 something. That the reason why one of the reasons why Black History Month is in February was Uh, Some would argue because Abraham Lincoln and Frederick Douglass' birthday was in there. But also, the uh, 13th Amendment uh, kicked in on that day. And uh, that's when when the slaves were actually free. But out there in Texas, those people hadn't got it yet. So they didn't get it to two years later on June 19th ah yeah that's when they realized they were free so you know they were two hours late to happy hour
1: okay so now i get your your phrasing and uh yes okay the, yes and uh and they finally showed up to the party you might say and and praise god so i, I get your phrasing i get your phrasing no i think that, that's i'm happy to know that i appreciate you educating me more into the history of it
0: yeah 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 it was a funny thing. uh actually i just got a text from Texas letting me know to make sure that i told the story right
1: yeah they're putting you in check
0: yeah uh so how are you
1: i'm doing great brother thanks for asking its like you said it's uh certainly been you know a, you know a long week been one of those weeks for uh, it's good to talk to you i look forward to uh to our, our chat how are you been how was that trip to the naval museum
0: um, that was another event that was very, uh, interesting and exciting, uh, um, went down there to really get to explore a lot of the different things that are going on within the, uh, the Naval area. Uh, they got this, uh, big old warship down there, the Wisconsin. Okay. That's uh, one of the, one of the big Navy vessels that went out during World War II and, and so forth and so on. So there's a lot of interesting things down there, and um, kind of getting a new appreciation and a newfound respect for how those boys and girls lived when they were out there trying to defend the country by sea yeah no that that's amazing that definitely sounds
1: sounds like a, a, a sight to see and uh, certainly the stories behind it I'm sure were incredible yes
0: yes 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 that was that was that was not a yawn that was a release so sir you had a Amen. question that you desire to be answered and uh, you sent an email immediately following last week. And you're like, we need to talk about this. And so, uh, I am curious about what that question was, and uh, and hopefully we can do that in under nine hours.
1: Yeah, it'd be nice if we could.
0: Yeah, but you know, you're a long-winded preacher, so it might take ten and a half. But anyway, go ahead.
1: Yeah, I can definitely uh, use the time. I'll use all the time I'm given. You might say so. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, so I guess. Really, I'm going to I'm just trying to go back and let me just read it really quick. Um, So, yeah, just read it right from the message. It says, having been called to be in the world, but not of it, paired with the words of Paul, that we're not under the law, but under grace, should Christians pursue laws as a means to an end? When it comes to be the world, when it comes to, you know, and again, this, this was the part that was phrased that was particularly hard to phrase, but just call it social justice, call it social reform, just call it living and trying to create better societies, however it might be. But just as a means to an end, as we're going about, we've been given a new law, you might say, I mean, obviously the biblical law, we've discussed the intricacies of that last week as well but I'm just curious to the fundamental of should, because obviously if we have a, if we have a goal in mind, should Christians pursue laws to make that, to get to the means of that?
0: Yes, because the Bible says respect those and honor those who have rule over you. And the government is the people who have rule over you. So you're supposed to respect the laws of the land. It also said, gives to Caesar what is Caesar. So, uh, Amen. there, there is that, that, that letter there. Um, but I was thinking about this this morning. I was making me a nice cup of tea, and I was thinking about this. Uh, to some degree, it is. Well, I, I I confused myself in the in the in the in the interim. Let me talk about that because there is a thing that is. Um, the bible has is so loosely written in some instances where it says love the lord thy god with all thy heart all thy soul all thy mind and the second is as great as the first that you love your neighbor as you love yourself the problem is that we live in such a convoluted society most of us really only understand god through western culture and Western culture has been so negative. For example, we were led to believe as we were growing up, at least I was growing up in the church that, you know, God put a roof over your head, clothes over your back, and food over your table, but if you cross him, he'll kill you. Which was literally a slave mentality and a racist way of manipulating the Bible to convince us to stay in line. So, the question that I ask when I when I think about the scriptures in some cases and in the interpretation of same is am I am I following an interpretation that is theologically centered directly from the text which has been inspired from uh, the Creator, or am I following a a theological uh, dissertation that has been manipulated by the society? uh that could have been designed for a manipulating uh or manipulative use that's a hard pill to swallow in some cases. most folks don't, like, don't want to do all that because that takes too long but that's the reality to our culture
1: Amen. Amen. And yeah, I mean, I think that's very valid. Every person should, again, as it says in the Bible, have discernment, guard your hearts. I think that's a, a border, you know, we're teetering on a sort of tragic story. And yes, into the abuses of pastors and their power and the seats of, of being up in the pulpit and, ha- and people listen to you. They go, that's a, a two way. That's a two way responsibility. The pastors acknowledge just what you're saying. That that's that's the, the where we're at. People don't want to. People aren't going to do the homework for themselves. They're going to take their pastor's word for it because he's their pastor. He's up there, you know. He's you know chosen, you know, and he's responsible for being up there. and And that's kind of sad. It really is. So, well, I mean, again,
0: well, b- b- before before you before you before we go get all high and mighty, I'm not saying that you are, but uh, but but, but uh, before before we before it sounds that way. Uh, I want to preface by saying that uh, in many cases, the church was an indoctrination center. During the Civil War, especially here in, in the southern states, you have what you call Confederate churches. Where the Confederate Army put pastors in those churches that were designed to manipulate the people keep the people in mind in line if you please the pastors of those churches like uh i don't want to name churches because some of them probably well one or two of my knows distinctly do not want to have their branding connected to their past and so to to uh put their name out there like that it, it would link them to a, a shameful past that they're trying to Uh, work hard to erase which I don't know why you want to erase your past there's nothing you can do about it 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 was what it was but the the confederates would take over these churches and same thing in in slave countries where the pastors were put in place to be uh, proverbial watchmen over the slaves and so their messages was geared the bible was written and was, was designed to make certain that people saw it the way that the powers that be wanted it saw, seen. So, you know, it's easy to kind of criticize folks, say, oh, well, people don't want to hear it for themselves, and people want to do this, 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 that, that. But when we have been indoctrinated, when we have been, uh, some of us from birth taught a certain idea we didn't know any different until we had this point in time that we're having now and some folks will listen to this and this will be an eye-opening and a moment of awareness because they didn't know that that god will put a roof over your head clothes over your back and food over your table if you cross him he'll kill you they didn't realize that was a slave mentality because who taught them that? The Bible says, how can they learn without a preacher? How can a preacher go unless he's been sent? So, you know, it's, it's just, you know, let's peel back and and let's look at this from a whole view. And, and I think we'll, we'll help a lot of people is what I'm saying there in my long-winded way.
1: Please, Guy, please go on.
0: Oh, no, that, that was all.
1: Well, I know I feel like, uh, you know, the, the you know you, this conversation has been steered now so you know, I I please restart it spark it again and take it now uh, to to restart the conversation again please
0: no i it was it was you asked about the laws and i was i was just making the argument that it it's If
1: anything to me and like, i let me just say like <laughs> All we did was point out a deeper systemic rooted problem within the Christian Church, which is that's something we do. That's that's. that's just, I hope we can point continue again as we spoke about to point out awareness while being remain on the line of understanding that that's what we're combining to do is to spread that awareness. So, while you know any kind of axiom like holier than thou certainly doesn't help the case, and so more or less all all we can do is acknowledge that with awareness there are the very bad, and then again even. This, even then, those of course who have been duped, who have are in, in victimized places, and yeah, I mean that's actually a terrible thing. Those things you said. So, but let's. This is why even I say something like that. That's a very short sentiment. Sentiment can then be spoke. Can then be surfed over to the mission. So we kind of digressed away from the mission of the laws to then have that sentiment. You know. So while it's valid, it's very valid. You know, I just now now certainly please, I would love to hear your continued answer on the aspect of the laws.
0: Well, so when I said holy art than thou, that wasn't a shot. It was more uh, let's make certain that we understand where where the average person might find themselves.
1: Certainly, so, and but let me just say, while you've spoken in the valid history of things that happened and that are very real problems, it doesn't discount the fact that still there are there are people that are of the volition, even like you said, wake still able to wake up now, still able to see them for themselves within the scriptures, still able to find that hopefully again, from this show, be that awareness. However, in that nature, you know, it's we're just, we're just a matter of that, that that exactly being said is that people wait hey, people, some people don't so more or less you are right everything you said i think I actually very much think it's very valid i just think that we just digressed a little bit off what we were talking about to get there i just didn't again so i only say that in nature of my let me even just first let me say my apologies if i seem to be offensive to anyone who was who was in a camp of you know, I didn't mean to offend anyone who maybe was in the category like that. Let me just say, for someone in that situation who was misled, sort of indoctrinally misled, I, so I wasn't meaning to act like, you know, again, like in any type of way no, to offend I, anyone.
0: I, I don't, I, I think that, and I, and I don't, I don't, I hope, church is so complicated. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a complicated act. And I don't yeah, think it, that it, it takes
1: a matter of decorum for sure to get to be, for because of the nature of its, of its uh, opinionatedness, because of the nature of that, of its difficulty.
0: It, it's, 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 a, it's a difficult. It has been it, church, religion, sports and politics are three of the most opinionated uh, pieces of American of just culture in general. Which derives from a personal perspective, many times without uh, room for outside influence. What I mean by that is it's easy to sit down, open the scriptures or any uh, political arena or your favorite sports team or what have you, and say, This is how I feel, without understanding that there is another side. To the world that you may or may not have access to, and I
1: think that's actually one of the best things about being here to talk to you and understanding that we bring two massively different perspectives to the table,
0: right? And and uh, like w- w- you're talking about the law, uh, we we looked at you know the the idea of spankings from back in the day and we had a conversation and and meet uh some some uh friends and i and we were talking about this idea of a fear tactic and again when you think about it when was whippings instituted again during slavery so it was this form of trying to keep the people in line, to try to make sure that they did what we wanted them to do. And the way that we could do that was by uh, constantly whooping them. But even uh, uh, Mr. Lynch, Willie, first name, realized that whooping was not necessarily the greatest peace of mind control manipulation and dissension was the best way to control the mind. So when you talk about laws and you ask, should Christians follow it? The question is not should they follow it, but first do they understand it? And and, and what are we understanding? Because the scary thing that most folks don't understand is, is that in it even today in your church you're probably taught a different way than I'm taught in my church. And the Bible is explained a different way than it is in my church. And it's not that your church is bad, nor is it that mine is bad. It's that it is so deeply rooted in culture and theological and political uh unraveling that most folks can't see it until you just sit there and go, wait a minute. Huh? And since that really doesn't happen a lot of times, you you won't see it. And, and, and that's, that's kind of the scary part of what we're talking about in church culture.
1: Yes. Yes. In a way you circle back kind of went to what I was saying, which is yeah, like you, cause you don't see the personal, Development into one's salvation, and I'm not. And that's a sad thing, but you it's not saying it's universal. It, you do see it a lot more. You do see a lot of great things. And uh, let me even digress. Uh, I think I think what, a lot of what you said is valid. I'm ha- so happy he was on air and uh, began the question. Even that that one's scripture that where paul says we're not no longer under the law but under grace that certainly implies the question should should we follow the law quote unquote however it's uh, that's again so trite because it's just that one verse cherry picked that makes you that would make you ask that that would make the question arise is a better way to say that so but let me say the question we were we asked that's a valid question something to talk about but what we asked is should the pursuit of laws be taken so as a christian seeking something to be done seeking changes i.e like you know the world makes a law about abortion should we seek a law to change it back the world has this you know where this and again just for the anyone listening newly this that question came spawned from this whole uganda law which i just which i recently learned is actually in fact the second iteration of the law it was all it was tried to be initially tried to pass in 2014, but was pushed back on in several ways and not passed. So uh, more or less, yeah, that's – so it was really things like that that just spawn the question, which I really don't have a firm stance either way because I'm so open to discussion on it. However, I do have an opinion, obviously, and I'd love to hear more your your opinion about uh, you know, just, just so- the thought because I really think it really comes down to the structure of being a christian like you said the many differences um that that are that go along with like you might call say, the ecclesiology oh and you know in all the church things you know the differences that you're being taught again compared to my church my church and not that they're wrong they're just you may call them either preferential or cultural or you know again, you know uh you know economical differences even depending on churches again you know might maybe but more or less it so really, really, if I it can, of,
0: if, if I can say
1: some our structure be governed in-house you might say if I, I can say something in-house?
0: without without being kind of offended or offensive one of the main issues in church is it's a lot of yapping what i mean by that is me a yapping huh
1: are you accusing me of yapping? No,
0: what I'm saying in church, it's a lot of yapping. The reason why I said, the reason why well, yeah, I say, let
1: me let me know what you mean. Certainly, I'd love to hear hear more about it based be, on your experience in church. I certainly would. What
0: I'm saying is that because there's so many different, because you're asking about how do you get to one place when it's kind of trying to deal in so many different ideas and so many different opinions and so many different realities and all these other things. And, and it, it, it just, it, it never connects. And you said that uh, uh, we were trying to get to the question of the laws. And the, the thing is, I, I took that long route, but the truth of the matter is that that is the answer that i have is because of all of the issues that has happened you have this this convoluted and this confusing reality in some minds as it pertains to faith as it pertains to how you are supposed to react because i don't know if i am reacting or responding to a law that has been taught to me based upon a value that is related to a christian perspective or is it just some theology that some people just made up and tacked on to a verse it is hard to describe to determine that because truth of the matter is a lot of us have spent almost 30 years in church just based on theology that we've learned from seminary and some of us as I had a pastor, one of my seminary professors, that he had been teaching theology for 30-something years and realized he wasn't even a Christian. He was just religious. And he understood the Bible based upon theology and religious understanding. He understood the Bible because he was a stark theologian. But did he really... Uh, Interpreted as a Christian, he would admit to it and wrote a big book about it. I don't remember what the book was called, but he wrote a big book about it about how I realized that I had to now learn the Bible through Christian eyes and not theologians' eyes. Which again, all that leads to the scariness. So you can't answer the question that you asked without first understanding what is the mission behind the people or the individual that is trying to do whatever they're trying to do. Are you, you know, it's just complicated and it's convoluted.
1: Again, I I recognize it's complicated. I will even say I did anticipate in this conversation more of a direct continuation of our last conversation, which I feel like we're just kind of coming into this so fresh. It makes the question a little more a little too broad but at the same time let me say so let me try and summarize your point which i definitely agree with this is very complicated and, and so widely encompassing considering law encompasses all aspects of human life that are essentially need to be governed so so more or less you're, you're just to summarize what you're trying what you're, what you're saying which i am trying to understand is that laws are laws are corruptible certainly and you know, and so that's really what we're what we're getting to is that laws are corruptible. I Maybe mean, I'll try and go further, which is that more than so because laws are corruptible, we can't judge them on the surface and just follow them. Obviously, by nature, because they're a law. So because something is a law, it doesn't just indicate it should be followed. Um, there should be, and then on top of that, you might even go further and say just because something is attempting to become a law or people wish to have something a law, it shouldn't immediately be. It shouldn't be respected, at, and, and, you know, well, it needs its due diligence, it needs its, its research, obviously. And uh, and it's, I think we can, again, pair this with, based on proven corruptions, proven, uh, you know, just terrible mis, misuse of the system of government. Um, so, is that really, is that, is that somewhat what you're saying?
0: Uh, I, I mean, so, so go back to the question. Uh, You're asking about the, I'm I'm sure, I think what you're trying to ask is, should Christians try to change uh, people getting abortions from being legal to illegal? Is that what you're asking directly?
1: No, no, and and this is even why I knew I shouldn't have even said that. Because in no way am I trying to, this is even why, if anything, why this is so difficult. Because I'm actually just trying, and and by nature, this is hard, a hard thing, to really have a good spirited no specifics no hold bars no 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 just just a simple conversation about because i'm simply meaning if we go by the biblical doctrine and if we use that which again less corruptible than law i think we can agree more easily corruptible and usable by as a means of authority which can corrupt certainly but when it comes down to how creating new creating new laws can be can be obviously evil and, and corrupt um, at that point. But um so more or less, you know, I'm definitely not getting specific. I, and again, I, I don't want to go into that or any. again If anything, really what this piggybacks on is that Ugandan law where evangelists are potentially involved or, again, I believe it's essentially proven. I don't want to say it's proven, but I think it's pretty much widely being reported now that the that evangelical radicalists, I actually specifically heard, which is wild, I don't know the names, but people were helping to fuel this and and, and sort of spark the initiation of this law in Uganda. So that's really where it comes down to. But again, I only say it as a sort of, again, broader philosophical question, broader Christian question, you might ask, for the nature of Christian governance, like thinking about people in a Christian body, whom are the leaders and are thinking about these type of things. Okay,
0: so... Here's where I'm th- Here's where my thoughts are. Nobody, nobody told you you had to go get an abortion. Nobody okay, told so we're you talking
1: about abortion. Okay, no, that's true.
0: Nobody told you you had to go and marry a person of your same sex. Nobody, nobody told you that. Uh, in many cases, there was an issue, but they, they cleared that up. That your pastor has to marry gay people. There was an issue with with uh, you know servicing and, and 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 even that was cleared up. You know, if you did a wedding or if you do wedding uh, uh, accessories, if you were in a, in the business of wedding accessories, that you can uh, decide who you want to do uh, certain things with. That was cleared up. But so again, looking at these these laws like first of all let's let's look at marriage all marriage is is a legal document that is submitted to the state for tax and record purposes now, granted, I, I I tell you, if you're going to be with anybody going down there and marry them because you have more financial benefits of being married to them than you do not being married to them because you can share each other's Social Security, you can share each other's health care, you can share each other's uh, uh, all the accoutrements that go with being a couple from a uh, civic perspective, it is more beneficial to be married uh, financially and, and and societally than it is to be uh, just two partners. That's, but, here's the thing. That has nothing to do with church. That has to do with civics. And so, what they did was they married civics and church and now we have this big argument, well, Marriage is supposed to be between a man and a woman. Yes, at church. But not in the world it's not. Because the world marriage is nothing to do with spirituality. It's due with tax purposes and recording. That's all it is. So we got that fight going on. Then the next fight is abortions. That's your right to go to the doctor now the funny thing is you take church folks who not even uh half a century ago didn't even believe in doctors you could if you found a church person at the doctor they were sneaking in the back door because they didn't want to be seen because they were scared to death that if the preacher saw them at the door they would call them a sanctified backslider now all of a sudden we want to launch wars on doctors Again, how do we get here to something that has absolutely nothing to do with the church? So when you talk about these laws, again, I go back to the the original question. Why does this have anything to do with the church? It doesn't. It in any way, shape, or form has nothing to do with church directly. And those are the two major ones dating back to what you're talking about with that Uganda law. None of that. In, in, in any retrospect, should have anything to do with the church. But for some reason, because we have merged those two together, which we supposed to be separate but equal, and church and state is supposed to be same, why is it united when it's supposed to be separate? That's the real question. Well,
1: do you believe that there's a kind of institutional... You know, there's like a kind of, like, you know, the, the principle of marriage is sort of defined by Christianity in that sense. I'm just curious what your thoughts are on that.
0: Not, not, not. Civically, it's not. Civically, according to American culture, the only, the only purpose of a legal marriage is for tax and registration purposes. That is the only thing it's designed to do. Now, what you go before your priest or your pastor to do is a spiritual act. That is where the Bible comes into play. Because you as a believer have united with your partner and you have decided to go before God in a spiritual act. When you go downtown, you can go downtown right now and you first of all it before your marriage even is legal whether it's a gay marriage or a straight marriage you have to go before your clerk you have to go before your clerk you got to fill out the papers the clerk has to stamp it and then you have to take that that paper to whoever you're going to get whether you go to the registrar on the next floor or whether you go to your pastor if you don't do that I don't care where you go; that marriage ain't legal. I, you can go to the church. You can you can say, "Oh, isn't it supposed to be sanctified by God?" True, but if, if it don't end up in that clerk's office, I don't care what you did at that church; it ain't legal. Yeah, I get what you're saying. So, so, so that that that's the whole point where we have this this discussion is well, marriage supposed to be between man and woman. Okay, yes, at, at in our Christian church it is. But when you step outside of it to to go down to that clerk's office, nobody cares whether you're Baptist, nobody cares whether you're Pentecostal, nobody cares whether, you, whether you're Jew or Gentile. That's when that marriage actually gains its legality is before the judge. He has to approve of it, which most folks don't pay attention to.
1: Yeah, I mean, hey, that's valid. I get it. That's, you know, I get it. yeah, like the church has been intertwined with the state. That's a valid point, certainly. So yeah, I might even summarize that you certainly don't really again, you have you think that the laws and the and the church are a, are in opposition. They really have no business even be in the same conversation.
0: Um when it comes to marriage? No.
1: No, no, I mean, I'm, again, I'm gonna, I'm gonna actually be, just say here, I really believe in all actuality, this has been a good opportunity for you to get some things out and to share with the platform. But the, the answer to the question that we started out has not been answered. And in a way, I don't, I, I feel like we're kind of just, you know, I, I did iterate to you that where I was attempting to speak generally biblically broadly and then you went in on several iterations of specific things which i get you know anecdotally and i get that they were valid to make good points but more less, so again it just that's why based on the way you, you were conver- conversating based on the arguments you were making it would seem so we, again it, we, we can talk about just marriage we can you we can break this down case by case basis and certain things so but all i'm saying is i just i, just, I like, if you want to say it to answer the question as marriage, so you it would seem you know, if you want to answer the question in regard to marriage, that'd be fine.
0: No, I, I, I so it, it, I guess the question that you asked is so broad that you can't just say yes or no because what does that mean when you say, uh, uh, I mean, uh, yes, the law agrees. That you didn't, you shouldn't kill anybody. So that 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 the church and the law agree on that. It agrees that you shouldn't go and cheat uh, on your on your spouse. The church and the law agrees on that. The, uh, you should not uh, operate in excess when it comes to alcohol and substance abuse. The church and the law agrees on that. So so it, you have to take it case by case because in some instances the church and the law are in agreement but in other cases they aren't and so now you really have to take it line by line to say okay this makes sense we agree on this but this doesn't and that's where we part ways and i can't do that in a general statement because it's just too many pieces to it
1: certainly i can understand it absolutely and this is why i do think that I mean, I, I get where you're coming from. I think that the answer can be, by the narrative of what you're saying, even as you listen back, I think you'll certainly de- derive it, especially in that instance, that you don't think the laws should be applied. Again, I really have an open mind to it. I While I am on the side more towards no, but at, at the same time, I, I, I think I was hoping to, again, just with this great conversation and, and conversation about that exact thing. Um, so more or less... Again, I'm in agreement with you. I do believe marriage has been too intertwined with the state, and kind of in a way that's—I that don't want to say deceiving, but maybe now, that, like you've said before, generations have got, come along now, and we've forgotten that aspect to it, to that intertwine being intertwined with uh, with the state now, and at the same time, to its detriment almost now, because the church is finding itself in squabbles and in all kinds of worldly fights with the nature of marriage. So, well- uh, yeah.
0: I don't I don't know if the founding fathers actually foresaw. And and this is something to really consider back when. So back when the 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 States United was started, it was pretty simple. Uh, They came from England. They all had one church. The state and the church worked together. The state and the church was together. And then they came to America, and the only thing that they wanted differently was the freedom of worship, because John Wesley had decided that he saw the world differently. Uh, Martin Luther had decided he saw the world differently, and and the list goes on and on. And that's where your Reformation's and your uh, your denominations come from. But in at at is core it was all still one lord one faith and one baptism and so i don't think that they really foresaw what would happen if you had even though many people argue thomas jefferson was an agnostic and or atheist and and some of his founding uh, partners were in some cases uh, agnostic or at least very curious of uh, other opportunities other than religion. But they still had this fundamental that uh, God was the end-all be-all and none of them foresaw or at least agreed that it could be something uh of, of, a, of a problem where we would have a nation where god wasn't the end-all be-all now we're here nobody knows how to handle it and i think that i believe honestly that's that's where it come from so so when i when i give an opinion if you please my thought process is okay so where did this start and how do we get here and then now how do you get away from it and and that's even though it's a long answer but i I believe that you only win by education paul argues that uh clearly not paul um well he argues that in one part but over Hosea it says the people perish because of a lack of knowledge a lack of education and if you're not going to look at it educationally and historically then we're going to disagree on the bible because it's going to become opinionated and and there's never in been a fact, church
1: I, I have to just if I may just interject and say with all honesty I feel like that exact thing is what I was hoping for and I feel like I very must say I enjoy your knowledge you are very knowledgeable and a very educated person in terms of history I will say I feel like our back and forth could be highly improved if the dialogues were a little more a little more polite had a little more etiquette. In terms of their back, their nature, in terms of the dialogue and keeping it directive, I feel like we sometimes both can steer away, and in some cases, be in in some cases put the, put our foot down on the other person without, I think, intending to. And then some that will, instead of being, creating awareness and projecting and moving the conversation forward, it halts it. And uh, that's that's certainly an opinion I've had throughout this conversation, feeling like while I love the education, I feel like it's a little more lackluster without without direction.
0: Um, because... I, 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 I'm I sorry if you felt offended, but it's... The, I, I don't... It's a hard... It's a hard conversation. There's a lot of things in church that are so hard, there's a reason why we can't get along. Not hey, you man, and I,
1: I, say, I. While I agree with everything, while I agree with you about the knowledge, and again, I'm no... Saint, when it comes to politeness i really just believe that uh, kindness is put to a higher regard than knowledge highly in the bible and so we get nowhere with education if our kindness isn't there to lead us in love and act in love and be brotherly so i only say that in nature of having these having these good conversations and in all nature of keeping them good and light to and keeping them even more thoroughly educational they could be they could just be guided better
0: Okay, well, you have to help me because I don't understand. I don't understand.
1: <laughs> well, I hope to understand better, too, because I claim no divinity or higher power on how to. I just see you get very, like, I just, more or will say certainly that I thought, it's more or less perspective, I guess, and uh, certainly, again, I feel like there's a lot of dimes in this podcast and good information. You're, again, I joy, I'm overjoyed to hear the perspective you have on, uh, the history of the church and so many things that have happened in the course of it i just feel like you know just again in some ways we lose the we lost the essence of the nature of the conversation and made it more of oppositional in essence i i hope in i even as i listen back my the awareness just uh, you know even again i just i, I if i'm proven wrong i've proven wrong i may be by nature uh have to just eat that, but I just feel like it, in by nature, you know, somehow became oppositional in instance versus exploratory and ex- examining the the issue because I, and especially in somehow because we're in ingredients I find it a lot of the times, but just somehow one or two maybe you might say missteps in wording can can, you, can you get it off track, you might say. So again, that's one, that's my little sentiment on it. But I will say again, that doesn't disqualify the the good knowledge and the education uh spilled forth. I just feel like uh you know I you know I certainly don't I feel like we again when we set out on a path we lost it. Is it?
0: Um so I um yeah, I I I, I Huh.
1: Well, let me just say, brother, I definitely appreciate your opinions. I definitely appreciate your opinions, and I appreciate talking to you to, you know, get filled in on, you know, again, I, I very much appreciate the conversation to be able to spit things around like this, so I only even share that in, again, nature, again, for uh, a and hopefully we can create awareness and dialogue that's really rich and really, you know, but again, that's just my perspective on it. Maybe, again, I'm just... Uh, you
0: know, loose, loosely aware of not, of not what's going on again. Um, I, I, I so, uh, I don't want to say that I'm the authority cause I'm not, but I, I love to understand like where we are and how we got here and Uh, I I tried to not necessarily have an opinion but to kind of say okay so again what did the founding fathers mean when they started religion in America because that's where we are so when you talk about American law. At least it maybe I got confused because maybe we weren't talking about American law. Maybe we were talking about global law, which I have no understanding of global law. That that's that's just way above my pay grade. So I approached the conversation of okay, so you're asking about law. So maybe I should have asked, are we talking American law? Because wait,
1: wait, okay, that again is almost like. Go, I pray you, even when you go back to the converse, the, the nature of the simple question, which is a relatively short question, and you see it, while it is broad, it clearly focuses on future tense laws. So it focuses on a nature of not laws been corruptible, not laws in the past which have been proven false, laws that are going in, which are in the future, projected out, and which are again, what what are the christians to do in pursuit of a future laws or again whatever may the wording for the op- opposition of that is so that's in nature why you feel what, what what again the question is so while you did in many ways answer it through dialogues i just feel like we did lose like just that with that with the essence of that simple question it is very broad but again that's that's why i feel like we're you know more or less just to me you know, they, they just they didn't quite land. And again, even just the subtleties of it, you know, created real disconnects. But at the same time, that's the real question is in the future, in, in now, present moment and going forward, should, what should Christians do? So while I again, it's it's clearly American law. And I love your perspective. You have to look back to go forward. You got to know where you came from, you know, obviously. And uh, certainly I think that's all valid.
0: So to answer that question, I don't know what I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to answer that because I don't know what's ahead. Right. And I don't want to be the guy that goes out and says, oh, all Christians should disapprove of any law coming forward because I don't know what those laws are going to be. And and I think that everything, as I tried to say earlier, has to be taken step by step. And looked at individually, and, yeah. and and understood that way. So I guess the answer to your question is, I, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know.
1: That's valid because it is a broad you know. And, and again, even myself, I do not claim to understand that. There are much wiser, much smarter people than me in the field, and in the, you know, in the. You know, House of God that are able to answer that question. I basically just even put it out there in again specific response to this case, this sensitive case going on in Uganda, which again, by nature, by narratives, fueled that it's it came from Christian evangelicals. It made me just it, it spawned this simple, what I'd call it, just a again a layman's level philosophical question. So while I appreciate all deep dives and all narratives into it, it you know, I really. I feel like it was it was me it was broad but again and and maybe you know we could you could always dive i love rabbit holes of course but at the same time i've just you know i agree with you let me say it's very it's certainly something you can't say quite y- yes or no or yada yada and i will even say to something you said i definitely don't want to insinuate going forward at all that by that the christian should uh, you know, sort of disengage or not follow any laws. Obviously, the Bible and all these things we're even talking about, by nature, like all have to be taken in totality. Like I know if someone took some, like one or two of our sentences from this, it you know that that uh, would not give the full measure of what we're talking about. Um, so, more or less, yeah, it's all things like you said. We have to be you know, subject to the rulers. I mean, certainly that's a big thing. We do need to follow the laws. It's just a measure of what. Again, this is why I really believe it. it is a good sort of philosophical question, but also spiritual question is because of that phrasing, being under grace. Obviously, Paul's thinking of and acknowledging the spiritual and the separation now from the law because of righteousness through Christ. So it is a kind of deep, it is a kind of like you know, a beautiful thing. And at the same time, though, which very much is paired still with that was something I know you're very passionate about and love to bring awareness about, which is the world and and the and, uh, you what you uh, refer to as so eloquently and I love is the secular the and the sacred and things like so how do those pair especially with something like this with laws obviously it is pivotal it's so this is why I even say by by nature of our conversation but
0: they don't but, Seth, yeah. they, they don't connect they never yeah. have. I get you. I that, love that that's, you, that that's, you reason, see, that's, that. that's the reason why you go to your church and I go to mine because fundamentally we don't agree. I mean, that's just that's just well, the that, fact. I mean, at the, the, I mean, we we have found a way to tolerate, but truth be told, if I take your church and pair it with mine, I give you about ten minutes. We're gonna find an argument. It's it's just. The way that it is, and Martin Luther—that that's the reason why the Lutheran Church was put out because they they didn't agree. That's the reason why the Presbyterian Church was created because they didn't agree. The Methodists—they didn't agree. Uh, uh, the Church of God in Christ, which is the African American Pentecostal Church—they didn't agree. It, it, it it's it's when you when you open the Bible, there is always going to be a measure of disagreement, and and that's just something that nobody has figured out how to solve yet maybe one day they'll figure it out but you know and 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 where did that where does that disagreement start or oh, what we should or shouldn't do laws so it's always been i don't know what the i don't know what the answer is i don't know if anybody really knows what that answer is that's my yeah, me, I-
1: yeah, they really, I mean, that's the essence of my, I'm happy we landed on that ending because I think that's the best ending to go on. And certainly, something I was thinking about all week in, in preparing and leading up to this is that while I believe it's truly a fun spiritual and psychological question, again, just as a layman, I'm certainly no, uh, you know, certain, no psychologist or even theologian to be speaking on the level, but at the same time, I think it's a fun conversation to have, especially among two. To church members again of different uh you know of different perspectives you might even say you know in in all honesty you saw that you know that you know with while i don't think in any measure we fought in any way but it like you, that analogy you were saying about the two churches came to life a little bigger just in terms of the measure of of uh conversation you might say so
0: i mean like like i i i, I don't i don't i don't know if there'll ever be an answer to that question I don't know. It's a very interesting question. I don't yeah. know if I don't know if you'll find anybody because if you you can go and get the smartest person you know, and he'll give you that answer, and I'll go get the smartest person I know, and they'll probably fight over it for two hours.
1: <laughs> That'd be fun. That's funny, man.
0: I mean, it's it's just it's 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 a convoluted question, and the only thing that I tried to do. In this conversation is to bring awareness to the fight because that is the centerpiece of it. That you realize that we we get here because of fights, and I don't want to go back and relitigate that. But it's church is hard. That's just that's just all. It's hard, and it's complicated. Yeah,
1: it, yeah. Let me just well, let's end on this. Did you see what happened in the, the Southern Baptist Convention this past week?
0: No, I did not see what happened. I don't really pay attention to that unless I have to. What happened?
1: Yeah, it's not something. It's not something I follow. Uh, you know, in terms of uh, you know, you know, in fact, you know, I don't follow it at all. I will say, I just know that there was a good uh, debate between Rick Warren of Saddleback Church and Al Mohler, and you know, just in terms of uh, they of so been Essentially, they're fighting F- over
0: whether women should be pastors or not.
1: Hey, Yes, exactly. So, more or less, that's a conversation for another day. I was just curious if you had heard which, about which
0: it. Which again goes back to your: Should we follow laws? I mean, it's it, it, relevant. Is it's it all legal irrelevant. for a woman to be a pastor? That's another law that some church, some communities say women should have more rights in the workplace and in in, in various places, and the church argues against it. So again it, it it it's all complicated my dude it's all complicated
1: oh, me. i i realize i realize it's it's interweaved web it's it really is complicated it's uh it's very much politics in itself like it's it's intertwined with politics but the church has politics in itself of course and I and uh you, so that's just of course an analogy to it so but, but no definitely uh well, while it's been a wild ride, I think we summarized, you know, in a good way. And, uh, the, you know, we've landed on that. Yeah, of course, of course, they're intertwined. But really, they they stand, you know, leagues apart There's laws and faith and laws in the church.
0: All right, man. Well, I'm going to, as you say, go back and listen to this because uh, I'm curious as to where it went. Maybe I didn't hear myself. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll chat again soon.
1: Yes, we will. Yes, we will. I hope you have a great day. All right, man. I'm on my way out. Might hit the club, and I might stay Yeah, Little chicken on my penis kick out. Fresh for the more, got him checking me out. i on my way out. Bet money ain't no nigga flyer. Burn until I expire. Spin it all, but you gotta be around. I'm my way out. Might hit the climb and I might Might see my fam. Show me some love. Spinning this money. Party with shoes. But in